0: Hello and welcome to our podcast for College Catholics. I am your host, Father Patrick Wainwright. I'm a priest of Milas Christi, a Catholic religious order. And today uh, I'm really grateful that you're joining me. And first of all, I want to thank you all who are listening to this podcast. Because thanks to you, we have reached 3,000 downloads. And that's quite a bit. It's a landmark. And I hope to continue providing these weekly episodes, providing insights on our Catholic faith, helping you learn and refresh the knowledge of God's revelation to man done through the Catholic Church. And not only do frequent pr- presentations on the Catholic doctrine in this podcast, but also present testimonies of individuals and examples from the lives of the saints. Um, and today I am bringing in a guest, Matthew, who graduated from UCLA with a ma- major in psychology. He is now about to start his third year as a focus missionary, and he will be serving the college students at Western Washington University. He participated a couple of times in the spiritual exercises preached by the priest of Miles Christi. Once it was a three-day retreat, and uh, the second time it was a seven-day retreat. So welcome, Matthew. How are you doing?
1: Father Patrick, thanks for having me on once again. I'm doing really well. I'm here uh, in Los Angeles, and I am gearing up to move my entire life up to Bellingham, Washington, just in a few days. So no accepted. way! Mm-hmm.
0: Awesome. So that's where you will be. Uh, how long will you be staying there? Uh, working as a missionary, right? In, right. Yeah, in, in, as, in as long Trudis. as
1: God wants me there. So that is at least for this academic year, and uh, we'll we'll see what happens beyond that. But yeah, so I'm very excited to get going.
0: Very good. Well, uh, and I wanted to share with you, and also all those who are listening, that uh, this coming week, um, our community here in Michigan uh, will be doing its week long annual retreat. Uh, according to the spiritual exercises of St. Ignatius of Loyola, it is done. these retreats are done in an atmosphere of silence. all right? So uh, we will be uh, yeah in silence and not only external silence, which is important, but also uh, the interior silence of not communicating, you know because sometimes you you can be in silence but still texting or reading stuff or listening to radio and, and so forth or reading emails with news and so forth. The idea would be, to be for this coming week uh, in silence and not reading, not communicating, uh, except for with your director and uh, your spiritual director. So I wanted to give a little bit uh, in this episode, a little bit of insight. Uh, Also share with you your experience, Matthew, about the spiritual exercises. And as a little intro, before we go into your experience with the spiritual exercises, I wanted to say that uh, we're also coming up... uh, on the feast of saint ignatius of loyola that will be july 31st which is uh, an important feast day for our community and of course for the society of jesus the uh, saint ignatius of loyola uh, lived from 1491 to 1556 and he is the founder of the society of jesus in milas christi we consider uh, saint ignatius of loyola uh, as our our master of the spiritual life which means that we use his his Writings and his spiritual principles as a, an inspiration for our spirituality, the spirituality of Minas Christi and all of our members. So, Saint Ignatius was born in northern Spain, a town called Aspatia, and during his youth uh, and adult years, he dedicated himself to a military career. Um, however, his life changed dramatically. Went during, uh, during a battle with the French army in Pamplona, a city near, northern Spain near where he was born, a cannonball severely wounded his leg. So he was uh, taken out of combat. And uh, they, the French, surprisingly, because you you're say, okay, they were in war, but uh, surprisingly they, they dedicated a couple of people to take him to his house. Uh, and there, during his recovery, and again, I'm I'm summarizing a little bit, but uh, he read the book of the life of Christ, a book of the life of Christ, and also another book with the lives of the saints. And there he started undergoing his conversion. He, he saw how these uh, saints were imitating Christ, and it was pretty amazing for him. He loved it. So he started to spend hours thinking about what uh, great things he could do for God, for the glory of God. So he eventually decided that he would dedicate his entire life to the service of his supreme captain, Jesus Christ. He wasn't thinking about priesthood, but just to dedicate his life to Christ, as opposed to dedicating his life to uh, a military career, right? So the first thing he wanted to do is to do a pilgrimage to the Holy Land. Uh, and then uh, to do that, he, he was in northern Spain. He went to, Pamplona, uh, he went to Barcelona. Uh, by the way, that's where Messi plays football, uh, soccer, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> So everybody knows Messi, I hope. And if you don't know Messi, uh, check it up on Google. Messi, soccer player from Argentina. He's the best, the G-O-A-T, <laughs> the the greatest of all time. Uh, he's the GOAT and uh, for soccer, of course. Anyway, so St. Ignatius went to uh, Barcelona. Uh, Messi was not around back then. Um, and there he wanted to do an all-night vigil uh, in a nearby shrine that was dedicated uh, to Our Lady of Montserrat. Um, it was, there was a Benedictine monastery there so then he stayed for uh, 10 months at a town that is close by called Manresa and there he prayed and he fasted and during all that time he had a many many spiritual graces and inspirations from God and from the Virgin Mary herself so he took many notes putting them uh, together in a notebook and this notebook and these notes were the foundation of what would become the book of the spiritual exercises that book the Spiritual Exercises, is a classic of Catholic literature and has been translated into uh, most languages. And I would say it has been used consistently throughout five hundred, more than 500 years. So, you know, when you, Matthew, when you do the Spiritual Exercises or when I do the Spiritual Exercises, we're, we're participating in this uh, centuries-old tradition of the Catholic Church. Uh, that is so so helpful. And it, that retreat has been actually done by many other saints and promoted by several saints and even endorsed by the Magisterium of the Church, uh, particularly Popeyes XI. He wrote an encyclical called Mens Nostra. I will put the link in the show notes. Uh, if you check the show notes below um, the text that is below the the episode. I will put there the link to the encyclical in case you want to read it. I I would recommend that you read it, you know. Um, Anyway, so uh, that tells you that it is a very reliable retreat method and very helpful to grow in holiness. So St. Ignatius eventually made it to the Holy Land after those 10 months, which was like a retreat for him. And he came back to Europe then uh, where he founded the Society of Jesus. And then he he spent the rest of his life basically in Rome, in the government of that religious community, so the the book of the spiritual exercises is basically a guide to do a retreat. It's not you it, you don't read it as a retreat, right? But it's a guide that helps to do a retreat. So the retreat is by default called the spiritual exercises. Um, the original length of this retreat is thirty days. Uh, the book has notes, recommendations. It has also uh, several methods of prayer it it has also ways to examine your conscience outlines to meditate on the mysteries of the life of Christ because one could consider well uh, there there were not necessarily a lot of bibles available so he put like a summary of the mysteries of the life of Christ and a little like outline for each mystery and above all what is most important of this book is that it is a structure to do a retreat that is divided in four periods of time so that structure is what is most important or most helpful uh, when one participates on these uh, spiritual exercises, retreats. So the retreat is basically divided in four times, or four sections, which St. Ignatius calls weeks. Um, and each one of those weeks has a purpose, it has a, um, like a suggested meditations for each day, and so forth. So the retreat was originally meant to be done in, uh, in seclusion, in silence, meaning that there should be no habitual communication with other people or uh, reading news from the outside world, etc. Today we would add no cell phones, no uh, social media, no technology and stuff. Um, so, And that, that retreat would be typically done under the guidance of a director, which typically would be a priest. Um, so uh, with the time, with, as time went on, as the centuries went on, the 30-day retreat, the original length, was adapted to maybe fifteen days, sometimes eight days, and now even to a weekend, and that's what we do in Milles Christi. Uh, so, Matthew, uh, you've done the eight-day and the weekend retreat. So, what was your what was your experience during the spiritual exercises that you did and in, in Miles Christi?
1: Absolutely, yeah. So, yeah, as you mentioned, my first retreat, spiritual exercises retreat ever, was uh, in Oceanside, California, with. Uh, the priest of to you were one of the preachers awesome. on that retreat. I, I brought my brother with me, I remember, a few years ago. And I had been on retreats before. I really enjoyed it. I'd never been on one like this. Uh, and certainly, we can get into to more detail uh, about that. I, one detail, I do remember leaving the retreat. My brother said, wow, that was that was a lot of prayer.
0: He was, he was, over, <laughs> he was kind
1: of exhausted. <laughs> but uh, um, I found it a little more restful. So it was funny. We kind of came away with different... Uh, perspectives on it. But uh, the one thing I will say is having had the opportunity to go on the eight day after being on the, the weekend, the three-day retreat, I I began to realize more uh, about the original structure that St. Ignatius had with the, with the four weeks. And maybe we'll talk about that a little bit more later. Right. But uh, yeah, kind of incredible. And after doing an eight days, I'm like, man, I, I can't imagine what it must be like to do the 30-day, how it was kind of originally structured. Right, so, right
0: now uh how old were you when you did the the three day retreat
1: let's see Approximately. Uh, I was yeah I think i was twenty two is when I did oh, the first one and yeah, and it I, was
0: not impossible
1: not impossible not at all yeah <laughs> so i was I had just graduated from college and it was yeah it was wonderful it was a wonderful experience
0: wow, good very good well so the, the they say that the spiritual exercises are a great way to get to know. And understand more in depth the meaning of life, and uh, the meaning of life as God intended it. So, what do you see when the, you did the spiritual exercises? What did you find to be the meaning of life, and how do the spiritual exercises present it?
1: Well, this is key, and this is basic St. Ignatius, which I think is it must be written into that 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 book or the, the little black book, as as it's called, the spiritual exercises, um, which is referred to as the first principle and foundation huge Correct. part of it. It's something that I am, yeah, I tried to look at, to read, to pray with every single day. And basically within this uh, First Principle Foundation, which is a part of the exercises, St. Ignatius tells us that man, man and woman, human beings are created to praise, reverence, and serve God our Lord. And by this means to save our souls. And he continues in so many words, basically to say that uh, from this, it follows that everything that's created, everything on the earth um, is either we need to use it, insofar as it helps us to attain that end, which he said at the beginning, we need to continue to use it, utilize it, uh, make use of it, and to the extent that it prevents us from uh, knowing, loving, and serving God, uh, we need to rid ourselves of it. So the exercises is kind of the theater, so to speak, uh, that where where that plays out, where you can really get to get to see, okay, what are those things in my life. Uh, that are helping me grow closer to God and are actually pulling me away. And the exercises, like I said, is the stage where, uh, yeah, you really give God an opportunity to to show you exactly what those things right. are. So you can, you can, yeah, live out your purpose and, and the meaning of, of right. all of our lives.
0: Right, and also I would say um, the spiritual exercises are like a development of that pr- first principle and foundation, right? Yes, Very that good. makes a lot of sense. Very good. Well, then there's another... Um, important very important topic in the spiritual exercises which is the person of jesus christ right and knowing jesus christ is at the heart of our faith is at the heart of our life as catholics it's also at the i hope at the heart of the of this podcast that we should we're here to learn and know jesus christ and love jesus christ better Um, and that's necessary for our salvation so how would you say that the spirit how would you say the spiritual exercises provide that knowledge to help to how did they help you actually uh, get to know Jesus deeper and have a better personal relationship with Jesus Christ
1: yes great question and this is something that I did not realize until I looked at the exercises more fully and I used kind of a, a companion book uh, I didn't the first time I went on I didn't know about that that originally the retreat was divided into weeks. And basically, right, uh, and you ha- might have to help me out, but mm-hmm. if we look at weeks one through four, the, the first first week is, is all about sin and the devastating effects of sin. But it also right. talks per- about God's purging, mercy, cle-
0: cleansing cleansing our soul, right? From exactly, sin it's like uh, sweeping the house a little bit before putting the furniture inside.
1: Right, right, and uh, so you you get that right off the bat at the beginning. And again, if it's a three day retreat, you, you get it. Uh, you you don't get a full week of it, but you get it, yeah, in the ways that Miles Christie has, or others who are preaching the retreats, uh, right. engineer it to be. Uh, but then a- after that, you talk about episodes in the life of Christ. So it's all all about the life of Christ in the second week, so to speak. Correct. And then you move into uh, his passion. Correct. Death. And then the last week is the resurrection. So good, you got the, it. The entire retreat is is uh, an extended meditation on the mysteries of the life of Christ. So imagine when you're praying the Rosary, right? That that is uh, one of the purposes of the Rosary is to meditate on the mysteries of the life of Christ. So the spiritual right. exercises provides ground uh, where you're led in in meditations through uh, preaching by by the priests. Those are that are preaching the retreat,
0: right. uh, and
1: then you get time to pray with all those things. So it makes it very real. And I love I, I mean I just just knowing me as Christy, the every year if I'm not mistaken, and coming out with, and yeah, maybe other orders and stuff will do it differently, but every right. year, Melus Christi comes out with new talks. So it's uh, right. perspectives on, uh, not so much perspectives, but yeah, fresh stories, ways to relate uh, relate these things that happened in the four weeks and to know Jesus Christ. Right,
0: so that's, you said it just right, uh, the structure of the spiritual exercises is um, basically almost always similar, let's say not the same, but similar um, but every year we we have new talks. So the idea is that a person could do the, these spiritual exercises every year and he will always encounter new material. Um, it will be along the same lines. You know, the Jesus, Jesus Christ is always the same and sin is always the same. Uh, salvation is always the same and God is always the same. But the perspective we put and the examples of the lives of the saints and maybe the stories or the jokes that we say are going to be different. So... Uh, very good. Well, that's awesome. Um, so, then I hear uh, people, what well, we always say, that we also call them silent retreats. So, I'm oh, I'm doing a weekend silent retreat, or the spiritual exercises, right? So, some people are intimidated by that, especially uh, young adults, um, men and women, both are intimidated by the silence, uh, unless we have ex- experienced it already. So what do you think why do you think that we should have that silence and how can it help young men uh and women women who are in college to have a retreat that have silence is is it impossible or is it worth the price or you know the difficulty is it really useful do i need to have a, a silent retreat or or can i just not do a silent retreat and go along and everything
1: Yes the, <laughs> the the silent retreat the scary silent retreats i remember and i'm just trying to reflect on my experience uh having gone into uh, before I entered into different silent retreats, and, and I think, yeah, the fear oftentimes uh, I didn't recognize it right away, but looking back, the fear is that w- when I'm in silence, that's when you know the things that I don't want to address are uh, you know com- come to the surface, come to the forefront. Right. I think we right, all right. know that, uh, and it's a scary thing because one thing that noise does is it, yeah, it does distract from. Uh, that that voice I, I think about right in, in elijah in in the book of kings right where mm-hmm. it talks about that God wasn't in the earthquake and the fire and the storm but he was in this a small whisper of the wind and, and God really is waiting for us to uh, put ourselves in a place uh where there is silence where he can he can speak into our hearts um, ultimately and and I just know being a college student especially there's so much noise and I'm not even talking about Spotify, or, or you know, listening to music, but just uh, media constantly barrage you, and that's not even including the classes that you're taking. Right, the just, classes
0: and the coaches yeah. and the friends and right, the right, parties right. and all the, the, the these expectations that you have, and you know, deadlines, and you're always running against the clock. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, the world is loud, so I think this is uh, scary as it may seem. It's a beautiful and wonderful opportunity to to get just tell God in a very radical way. I'm giving you this time, uh, and I, I want to hear your voice on these yeah, retreats. Right,
0: right, right, of course. So, so um, last, last uh, input from you, you were in college, and uh, then you also uh, did some graduate studies, and then you also worked as a missionary with college students on college campuses, which were Oregon and now Western Washington, right? That's right. The Ducks, and the, the mascot now is?
1: The Vikings,
0: Vikings, go vikes! Awesome, very good. So, would you recommend the spiritual exercises to any college student or young adult, and why? Why would you? Why, why do you think it is important? Not just oh, do whatever you want. But no, why would you say it's important to do the spiritual exercises?
1: One hundred percent, without a doubt, I would recommend it. First of all, is just to take care of yourself, to be refreshed, to 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 walk away, like we were saying, from a lot of that noise. Um, uh, and it's so, so easy when you're living in the world to kind of get caught up in uh, what the world is telling you, uh, when, yeah, especially if we're, if we are Catholics and we're desiring to do the will of God, uh, we need to give him as much time as possible. So this is a, vi- God is so much more generous than we are. Right. So say, Hey, I'm going to give you Absolutely. this weekend. And that seems like a huge thing, which it is, and it might be a, a great sacrifice to step mm-hmm. away for a few days. Uh, but God is going to bless that beyond what you can even imagine, uh, so I would hundred percent recommend it. I'm gonna try to get up to the retreats at if if Milius Christie's going to Vancouver, which is I'll be close right. to Vancouver, Canada, I hope to go there and, and, and bring students with me. So Yeah, 100%. it's a car ride away. That's right.
0: Very good, very good. Well, yeah, my experience with the spiritual exercises uh, when I was in, uh, I tr- actually the first ones I did were was coming out of high school and the first uh, afterwards the first year of my college um, career, if you want him uh, education. Uh, my experience doing the spiritual exercises myself was um, that always uh, it helps you uh, stop, you know, pause a little bit, and they're a great way to know God and also to um, deepen the knowledge of God's will for me and to know Jesus Christ uh, better. So um, this is why I also, together with you, I would recommend every, everyone to do the spiritual exercises. And um, I will put down in the show notes the web address uh, where you can find out where to find out more about the spiritual exercises and so forth. So, Matthew, thank you. Thank you very much for joining us today. It was great to have you.
1: Yeah, very, very happy to, to be on once again, Father Patrick. Thanks for everything that, that you're doing uh, for College Catholics with this podcast. <laughs>
0: yes. And thank you, everyone, then, to show to, to sh- uh, share this time with us. Thank you for joining us. Remember to share this episode with your friends and your, uh, all those you know to help me get this message out to as many college students as possible. If you want to support this podcast, please do leave a review in Apple Podcasts so that others may be encouraged to listen as well. Uh, We will see you next week and may God bless your day.